Hey everybody, and welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book, and animated series by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. I am one of your hosts, B- Bill. I'm not Bill, I'm Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Wishful thinking. I'm one of your hosts, right Ryan. Uh, joining me today is Bill. I was getting ahead of myself, that's why. Yeah. Uh, and TJ, how are you doing, TJ? I'm good. I have news. I have big I have very big news. Is, is the movie, movie coming out? It's the biggest news of 2022. Maybe, oh maybe even 2021. It's big. Oh, God. Big. Okay. All okay. right. All right. Now? You, you, you dropping it now? He's back. He's back. Who's I don't back? know if you've seen it. I don't know if you've seen it. However, it's the return of the sweet one. Oh, my God. He's back oh on my TV. God. Are you kidding when me? I brought this, when I brought the sweet one... <laughs> When I brought the sweet one to the Invincible podcast, I was referring to very old commercials from years ago. However, they brought him back. He's been are, he's been you dominating the this? TV. It's, it's all me. It's due to the success. You're unreal. Like, There's no the, the people wanted it. The people want. You know what? You know what? I didn't even plan. Are they teasing this Guess for a Super Bowl commercial? Some Diet Dr Pepper. No it's way. The sweet one. Oh my god. <laughs> Can we just get a sponsorship right now? For that this? is a sponsorship <laughs> I would take. I would take that. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know if it has to do with the Super Bowl, but he's been all new commercials. He's been all over TV. Oh, my God. He's back. I can't believe it. It's going to be a great year. It's going to be a great year. (laughs) Too bad we already did our predictions last episode. I got to say, I was... Not, I was not expecting that. Yeah, that was all, not, all the that's things not. that it could have been. Down the banister. Oh my god! Um, um. I did not expect that at all. Wow, and the energy. Um, all right. So, uh, Bill, how are you doing? Uh, I'm. My life's been pretty boring, actually, compared to that <laughs> sweet one news. <laughs> but good. That's great. Um, yeah. I. Re- Read, I read a lot of Haunt. I couldn't yeah. stop. I'm yeah. excited to talk about it. We uh, This is going to be our first ever um, episode where we, we, we talk about some, you know, invincible adjacent comic books, uh, you know, comic books uh, created or co-created by the creators or co-creators from Invincible. So first one up is Haunt. And we every single um, month we're going to, or at least every month that we're going to make this a topic, we're putting a poll up over on Twitter and letting you decide which one we're going to be talking about. And it was a close one. It was a really it close one. It wasn't unanimous. I thought it was going to be unanimous, but it was pretty close. Really? I really thought Destroyer could have taken it. And for a while, yeah. Destroyer wasn't close. And then towards the end, I want to say it crept up. For a while, it was Marvel Zombies for a long time. I don't, right? I, is Destroyer popular, though? Like, did a lot of people read you know, Destroyer? No, but I think you know, that I maybe don't... that's something that people might be interested in, in something different the that they is... don't know. They will the be after is, the, after the, we thing do is, the though, review. When the the people that did read Destroyer voted for Destroyer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people yeah. that that read Destroyer love Destroyer because yeah. it's so good. I know Sean Kirkham, big clutch. He wanted Destroyer, yeah. and uh, yep. hopefully make, one day didn't make we'll it. Get it. Now we'll we'll, we'll put some it. of those in the next one. I don't know if yeah. I think maybe Destroyer will be the only one that I put in the into the poll again because we want it that bad. But I'm gonna put yeah, two. Yeah, I think it I, should be. I think I'll put two new ones in. In the next poll, yep. but I'll switch it up. I'm, I'm excited. What's, a, what's really amazing? Yeah. What's, a, what's really amazing is that we were huge fans of these things when they came out. But I remembered nothing about Haunt. I don't know. I, I remember one thing about Destroyer, and that's just like the premise. I don't even yeah, remember anything yeah. about it. Yeah, me too. I remember Destroyer being Brit-like. 
you know? Yeah, that's it's it, it, it it's pretty much a really graphic Brit, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. I feel like I do remember the majority of Grizzly Shark. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we I mean that's more recent though. We we read that Definitely more recent the than than five, within the last 5 years. Haunt, when did Haunt come out? 2000 and I had it. 2009. October 2009. Of 2009. Mm-hmm. That's when we read it. And how long ago was that? 10, 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 22. How many is that, Bill? <laughs> did I do bad math? Is that 13 years? <laughs> I was wondering why you were taking the long way. I was like, well, 2009 it's sus- 2019 it's called suspense it, it, it was suspense. it was Ryan. it was um yeah. but yeah but we're not talking about haunt yet uh we'll talk about that later in this episode we've got some news we are going to finally uh reveal the winner of our giveaway um we've got uh some emails uh some fun stuff in this episode but if you want to be a part of the uh podcast just like i said those emails you can email us at the invincible podcast at gmail.com send us a message over on twitter facebook youtube uh we're over on spotify you can also check out the website where we have all of our videos and uh, episodes and contact information listed that is the invincible podcast.com uh otherwise uh we are also the oblivion song podcast and last week last week would have been would have been we were so the close great CJ. Return, the penultimate episode but unfortunately, it got delayed again. So we're um, we're looking at later later in February at this point. Yeah, end of February. I want to say the twenty fourth. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I, 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 hope, time, I hope it doesn't get delayed again. All this time, everybody, if you're listening, you've had all this time to catch up for the penultimate episode. <laughs> no excuses. <laughs> no and excuses. it's good. It's it's very it's very very good. I think someone just reached out to us on, now, uh, yeah. on Twitter and asked mm-hmm. if if they should read oblivion song and um i mean like ryan said yeah. we are also the oblivion song fletcher Q. podcast so our answer is yes fletcher who our has... answer is yes and then go check us out over there yep fletcher who has actually been reading invincible for the first time i want to say for a year or so now uh and he's been uh touching base with us over the last year as he's been reading getting two parts in the comic and so recently he was able to listen along with the episode reviews like you know towards uh, reboot and end of is, all things. Is this the new? Is is he the new self-proclaimed number one fan of the Invincible podcast? Like, oh no, no, that's uh, oh shoot, now I forgot his name. I, I want to say it's Christopher. I, I don't want to. I think that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, check out check out Oblivion Song and then check out the Oblivion Song podcast. Only two episodes and two issues left, um, and then someday a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Be a good one. Mm-hmm. Real good one. All right, let's jump jump into some invincible related news. Uh, the Rotten Tomato Awards came out, but not in a bad way. The Golden Tomatoes. So uh, they do their you know their yearly award show or award you know uh, release. Uh, and Invincible won Best Animated Series of 2021. They got a Golden Tomato. That's huge. That's huge. So awesome. Like. Crazy, especially considering what am I what what I think is one of the best animated series of all time came out in 2021. Obviously, I love Invincible, but like Arcane was insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, po- no poet, um, but that's crazy, man. That's awesome. That's so, that, that's really really great. So congratulations to everybody over uh, that was involved in that. Um, speaking of them and the animated series, uh, Robert Kirkman and uh, Simon Rechiopa, uh, Rechiopa did a uh, watch-along over on Twitter. 
that was fun to that was to really fun kind of relive that, was relive that again yeah. yeah um i was currently like cleaning out my basement and like loading stuff for goodwill they donate in my car and driving around you know running errands and like keeping up with it as it, and i'm obviously like picturing the whole episode in my head i know exactly what he's talking about when he's referencing things um so i didn't exactly get to watch along but a couple things that i made note of that i wanted to bring up that i thought were interesting um he said that john ham originally had a much larger role but wouldn't mm-hmm. be, couldn't commit to the to it for whatever reason mm-hmm. and um he said speculate right. away no, it wasn't. Thrag wasn't in first no, season, TJ. No, so, so I mean, and I agree with Wyatt on this one. I saw him uh, reply to that. It was Omni Man, right? You guys think it was Omni Man? No, no way. I don't, I don't think it was Omni Man. Not in a million. I think, I think it was J.K. It was from the. I think it was J.K. from the beginning. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Ooh, he's that, so perfect. I get it, but he's too perfect. Man, John Hamm would be good too, though. Not mm-hmm. as good as J.K. Simmons. You, I mean, he, he would be good. Who do you think? Immortal? Know, like probably immortal or like um I can, I can see immortal. I can kinda of see immortal. Yeah. Because wasn't immortal uh someone um what's his name? Uh, uh it was the guy from Walking Dead. Yeah, who what's had name? who had multiple roles anyways. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe he originally had just was, the yeah. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah. He said mm-hmm. I mean, who else would have a big role that John Hamm could do? Cecil? I don't know if I could see. I'm, tr- him I'm doing trying to Cecil. think. I'm trying to think like the like the the age. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like where his where his his not Mahler's, not Debbie. No, not Debbie. Immortal. Yeah, man. Maybe it is immortal. Hmm. Or Cecil. Why not Cecil? It could have been Cecil. Yeah, I guess you're. I guess you're right. I would think I would think uh, immortal and Omni Man before Cecil, but that's yeah. not a bad call. Um, another interesting thing was, you know, he teased will Bulletproof be in season two? We'll have to wait and see. Um, do you guys think Bulletproof will be in season two? One thousand really? percent. Yeah, he has, he, has such a, he has such a major role like later in the series. They can't just like I mean, I guess yeah, they you can't could. Shoot it, him in there. It, would, no. it would kind of be an invincible thing to just have him in the like. I don't know. I, no, I don't it's know. about I don't it's know. about. TJ, to your point, it's about growth and development of these characters. He becomes such a different person by the end that he absolutely is going to be. Why wouldn't he be in season two, Ryan? Mm-hmm. Like, no, why? I agree. I think yeah, he they'll, will. They'll bring him in. And um, yeah, I mean, they might even have the sim- a similar reason as they did in the comics and just be like, oh, but, you know, now that we don't have Omni-Man, we, we, we've lost a lot of heavy hitters. We're going to need some to bring in some more people. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then uh, him also Kirkman also mentioned the uh, I never liked you. Um, the feeling was mutual line and how some people seemed, you know, bummed that that didn't make the cut. Um, but Robert Kirkman mm-hmm. said that, you know, he really wanted to leave it open that um, uh, that Nolan was under some sort of mind control or something, which uh, I think yeah. is a, it's a smart move. It's a smart move. Yeah, I missed yeah. that line, but it really makes you wonder because that was a lot of the theory going around and something that we talked about a lot. Yeah. It's like, is right. he is he all with it, you know, with it? Like, what's going on? That would have been a, that would have. Wow. That I never thought about that, but that would have been very definitive. Like Omni-Man's bad mm-hmm. and he's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And they wanted to play up the mystery of whether or not he actually is smart. Very, very smart. Yeah. Um. So moving on. Uh, image! Exclamation point. 
uh, was announced. That is a new comic anthology coming out through Image Comics. I'm going to read the, uh, the little press release here over on Image.com. Celebrate the 30th anniversary of Image Comics with the upcoming anthology series, Image, exclamation point, kicking off in April. This 12-issue series will treat readers to all new stories from some of the biggest and best names in comics. Um, edited by Eric Stevenson, featuring a combination of ongoing serials and standalone short stories, Image, exclamation point, will be the cannot-miss event of the year. Uh, first issue showcases some uh, um, combination of ongoing and serials, like we said, um, our friend Kyle Higgins is doing uh, uh, an, an ongoing in there. Um, in fact, Radiant Black is on the cover of issue one that they've released. Um, but the cool. series will also boast the talents of such comic powerhouses as Rick Remender, um, Brendan Fletcher, Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, Ed Brubaker. Wait a minute, what? Robert Kirkman and Corey Walker. Yep. Are, are they working on? Is, have we seen anything recently that they could be working on? I don't know. I don't know. I'm telling it's you guys. The, it's the. It's I'm telling guys. you guys. I said last month I have no expectations anymore. I will see Dropkick. I don't care what it is. I will see anything by Robert Kirkman and or Corey Walker. Like that's exciting. Regardless, if it's even if it's not Invincible, I'd be stoked. Hey, you know what? You know what? It very well could be, guys. And I'm about to disappoint you. Science Dog left off on a cliffhanger, and we didn't know when it'd be back. Mm-hmm. It's not science dog. Dude, be it's prepared. Tara. It's I'm ju- Tara. Dude, I'm just saying. It's Tara be prepared. and Marky. Be Bro, set you, your expectations. You don't even want to. No, you don't want to even put it out in the universe because you want it so bad. It's like, Ryan, well, of course, like, Ryan, if you, talk, if you talk about it, it won't happen. Ryan, make a make a definitive prediction. What do you think it is? I think it's science dog. You do <laughs> you, think it's science dog over no, over? You, uh, I want it to be invincible. And I, mm-hmm. but I also feel like in an anthology series, man, part of me almost prefers it to be Science Dog, and then it oh, let it sure get its do. own thing. Oh, me too. I want that. I want that. I want Science Dog I too. I no. want both. I want both. I'm prepared for I, this to be Science I Dog. Want, I'll lose my sure, mind I if want, it's Invincible, want, but I'm just saying. No, no, I, I don't want it to be Invincible because I want Invincible to have its own day. I want it to have its own mm-hmm. comic. It's, it's, I want it to have its own one shot. You don't a want whole, it to be full, three pages a, a full in an issue. issue with other things. Right. Give it a full issue. Yeah. That – I don't think it will get – I think it's part of this. I don't think it will get a full issue. I think it will be part of this an- anthology series. It will be that much and that's it. And I if people agree, freak, but I people, What if it's if Science Dog out, and at the end of the Science Dog little short story, they tease something else coming? Sure. Because next year is Invincible's twentieth birthday. That's next more January. likely. That's more likely that it would be something. But I feel like they they would probably do both. They would probably put it in there and say to be continued in January, yeah. something like that. Maybe that's my. You know what? That's my prediction, TJ. Fuck you, TJ. That's my when prediction. When is it? When is it coming out? Ryan? First issue is in April, but for but is a it is a twelve issue thing, meaning. In January, in Invincible's twentieth birthday, this will still be going on. So it could be. Do both. we know that it's going to? Do we know that it's going to be a monthly thing? Yes, it is monthly. It's twelve issues, and um, we don't know which issue uh, Robert Kirkman and/or Corey Walker will be appearing in. That makes me believe even more. We also don't know if what they're doing is one part or three parter or a five parter or a six or twelve. Uh, what if it's know. a Destroyer sequel? That'd be that makes cool. me believe, it. That makes me believe even more that it's uh, 
that it's Marky and Tara. No, wow. Marky and Tara. Wow. All right. Well, everybody listening, set your expectations appropriately. We don't know anything at this Very point. Very high. It's invincible, <laughs> guys. Um, but regardless, it's exciting. I mean, there's some really cool names on this. Um, and, uh, you know, Kieran Gillen, James Tinian. Um, there's some cool, uh, exciting stuff that might come out of this. So that'll be fun. Um, then we've got our, uh, our last bit of news, which is... Uh, these guys. So we did an unboxing video over on YouTube, and you could check it out. TJ and I were able to um, open up the you know Series 1 uh, Diamond Select uh, action figures of Invincible and Omni-Man, um, play with them a little bit, check them out. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we appreciate Diamond Select for sending them to us, and we wanted to pass that along to you guys. We've never really done a full-on giveaway like this and uh, decided to do it that way. So uh, after watching the video over on YouTube, people were able to send in their, um, their uh, requests for the giveaway, and we asked who your, uh, your top um, uh, two picks were for a Series 3, because as we know, Robot and Adam Eve are going to be Series 2. Uh, and we wanted to find out what uh, what everybody wanted to see next after them. Uh, and I what did they say? I compiled the results. Um, do you guys have predictions? I will give you the top five, the top five picks in order. Yep. Number one, one hundred percent is Battle Beast. Yeah, I would agree. That is correct. With eight points, <laughs> Battle Beast. Number two. Can you tell us? Can you tell us any, uh, did anybody add in any accessories that they would want Battle Beast? There are a couple here and there, you know, the maze. Obviously the maze, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some t- or, or bloody version. Like there is a couple, you know, things like that. Um, any guesses for who would, who else in the top five other than Battle Beast? Rexplode is in the top five somewhere. Okay. I would say he's probably number, I would say Rexplode is behind a Mauler twin. Okay. Surprisingly. I would I'm gonna say, say I'm gonna say Rex is either two or three. Okay, Rex is number two. Mm-hmm. Rex, Rex is As the he second be. most. As he should be because my that, those are my top two. Some well. some requests for Rex. Rex, some requests for Boomsticks, um, long hair, yes. long hair, um, exactly. and so on. Um, and then he was uh, seven votes. So there is eight with that'll be seven with Rex Blode. Wow, that's close. And then. Uh, Three, four, and five was a three-way... No, three and four was a tie with four votes. Mauler's? Monster Girl. Monster Girl. Monster Girl. Yeah. Correct. Monster Girl. Um, Mauler's were not in this. In the top five? Even no. in it at all? Nope. Wow. I mean, wow. they, they might have been... They had like a vote or two. Yeah. Um, next up, tied with Monster Girl, was Titan. People yeah. wanted some villains. Titan over the Maulers? Wow. And the last one was just shocking. Titan was like super badass. Machine Head. Machine Head? Machine Head. Good call, Bill. Are, Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Where did you pull that from? That was he, was, awesome. he was a breakout. He was a breakout, man. I think, and, he was, and I just, I think Titan you was think more of, of a breakout than Machine Head. You got to think of, you gotta think of the, sh- the show outside of the comic. I mean... Dude, Titan imagine, and Machine uh, Head were both huge in the show. Yeah, yeah. I want, I want Makes sense. a detachable mm-hmm. faceplate and a little chip that you could put in his neck. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a little voice bo- box on his back. <laughs> so those are, that was the top five uh, requests for um, who everyone wanted to see in uh, as a Series 3 action figure. So now we are going to uh, pull up the wheel, TJ. We've got the names of everyone that um, uh, entered into the giveaway, and we're going to pick someone to win these figures. Let's see. As soon as he pulls it, there we go. All right, TJ. And when you're ready, you can go ahead and spin the wheel. Here we go. Tick 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 Oh my no. god! <laughs> He's gonna be so mad. All right, so Gracie, <laughs> congratulations, Gracie. Uh, De Martian, De Martian, um, Luke, so close, man. I'm sorry. Wow, wow. wow. I, that's he probably devastating. Flipping tables right now. <laughs> that so was that close. close. That Holy was great. shit. So congratulations, wow. Gracie. Uh, I will reach out to you in an email. Uh, make sure to get your. Uh, uh, address and everything, and we'll get these things sent out to you. Um, sorry. That was intense. It was. It was, that, oh, it man, was going so slow boiling. at the end there. Uh, all right. Um, hopefully, we'll uh, Diamond will be able to help us out and send us some for Series 2, and we'll be able to do this again, because that was fun. And then, then maybe for that one, Bill, you could do the unboxing by yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll have fun. I think that'd Robot. be fun. All day. All right. We've got a couple emails. We're going to read those before we um, jump into our hush discussion. Hush discussion. That's fun to say. It sounds like hush? Sean Connery. Do you, do you mean do you mean haunt? Oh, haunt. Sorry, not hush. That would be amazing if we were doing we're gonna tell you about. <laughs> Wait, what do you <laughs> mean? You guys didn't it. read hush? <laughs> uh, I could probably Uh-oh. talk about hush. Batman hush all night. Um, I'm just a little overrated. I'll go first. What? You're fucking high. Are you <laughs> Shut serious? Shut up, PJ. Shut up, bitch. I'm going to go first. This is from our friend Jacob Goodhart. He says, hello, everyone, and happy new year. Recently, there's been a lot of hype around Invincible, which I am always happy to see. It really it recently run, won an award for best animated series in 2021. And Steven Yeun has teased that Invincible season two is going to be even crazier than one. Um, I don't doubt it and can't wait to see people's reactions. Also, I read Brit for the first time and was really surprised by how much I enjoyed it. I only knew him through Invincible and always thought he was a Captain America allegory, but there's a really interesting and unique story for him that I didn't see coming. Speaking of the Mm -hmm. future of the show, I had a thought the other day about something they might change for it. In the comics, shortly after the fight with Omni-Man, someone in the GDA, who for the longest time I thought was Powerplex, leaks the information that Invincible and Omni-Man are father and son. However, I don't think it ever really went anywhere, and while I could see them exploring the repercussions of that more in depth in the show, I was wondering, what if instead of the relationship, they reveal Mark's secret identity? I know that near the end of the comics, it becomes a point where Mark doesn't really even care about his secret identity, and I could see it being Mm -hmm. a sort of twist on the trope that Iron Man started in his film, which would be fitting as to how the Marvel movies are what make people so comfortable with superheroes that Invincible could turn that on its ear. Here's to a better year and the 499 after it, Jacob. Honestly, I think. After, oh, go after, ahead. Yeah. After like the first like trade paperback, they never even really t- 
talked about him having mm-hmm. a secret identity or like, I mean, other than like looking up and him being nervous about that, it was never really a thing for Mark. I feel. Yeah. I kind of like that. To your point, I think that it would be a bigger deal if, if they really leaned into this is Omni Man because Omni Man was, remember he was diabolical and that like what the destruction and the mayhem that he caused. I think that it could be really interesting for Invincible to have to constantly fucking like prove himself mm-hmm. and to be hated by like heroes alike. You know what I mean? Like imagine how much, how little faith other heroes would have. Yeah. In my- that would be really interesting. I would like to see them explore that actually. And that's something that wasn't, I mean, it, I feel like I remember it being like, like people kind of like hating on him, like, you know, oh, do you know who it, what he did? Like, how do we know he isn't bad like his father? You know, I mean, I remember some of those conversations. That's it. It was, it was just was like little one off. Yeah. Um, but it would be interesting because you're right. They'd, he'd have to prove that he's not. And then following that, not season two, I'm sure. But then that would lead into Angstrom and him really sullying his name after Mark worked so yeah. hard to build it up. That could be that could be really interesting. I like that. Plus, it could it could cause even more animosity with like certain villains. Like, imagine Powerplex. Like, he's like, you're just like your dad, and yeah. like I knew that you were bad. Like that kind and of. Mark shit. having and just, to live I mean, in that shadow in a way, then having to go, then yeah. see his dad again, and the forgiving and the and the redemption, and then like that that is a huge part of the series is that relationship between them and making that a little bit more integral to that. I, I don't know. I think that's, I think that's really cool. It was, it was a very personal story, like in problem. And I think that it could be really fucking interesting if they just expounded on that and made it like a public yeah. problem. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. That would be interesting for us. Like that would be a really cool thing for them to do for comic book fans because that it, we don't know. It's still you know? very we, true to the comic, but yeah. it's something different that we haven't right. seen yeah. a lot. You know, it doesn't change it. It doesn't change it. Yeah. It's like one of those additions that could yeah. add to a season as opposed to, yeah. Yeah, it's great. like it. Yeah. TJ, you got cool. an email for us? I do. I do indeed. Uh, this one comes from Frank, who says, Hello, I haven't written to you in a bit. I hope you're all having a great start to the new year. I wanted to add some fuel to the theories about that Invincible one-shot issue that may or may not already exist. I can't remember if y'all mentioned this in the last episode, so I'm sorry if you did, but I just found out that this year is Image's 30th anniversary. Oh, here we go. With with Saga coming back this month and Image celebrating 30 years, I'm very hopeful that we'll get something sometime in 2022. Also, I remember hearing QJ say uh, that he didn't meet any Invincible podcast fans on his trip to Florida. I live in Miami and can confirm you've got one right here. <laughs> I actually went to an anime convention recently and wore an Adam Eve shirt. To my surprise, I got a bunch of compliments on it. Keep up the great work uh, with the show and stay safe, guys. Frank. Awesome. Love Frank. Good to know we have some some listeners down there. Sorry, uh, sorry, and, sorry about your team. <laughs> yeah, me too, because I'm a Miami Dolphins fan and that's that, that's that's where you go, right? When you go that's, down there. That's why I that's why I go to Miami out of yeah. to at least see at least one game in the Miami Stadium. Did you wear Did you wear anything Invincible, TJ? No. Maybe that's I mean, I, I mean, I, I I mean, I not to the game. I yeah, wore, yeah. Like my dolphin stuff. Oh, okay. But I'm I'm sure I wore like a shirt. 
like a yeah. shirt sometime I was down there. Yeah. And it's I like half it, my wardrobe. And I think it is definitely a little different um, getting compliments on a um, nerdy shirt at a convention versus walking around the streets is, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. obviously it's a little bit more of a concentrated um, uh, group of people that would that would yeah. say something about it as opposed to just people walking around. But it is still great anytime that happens. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bill, you got, uh, one. I got Yeah, I got one here, too. Uh, this is from, I think, Xavier, right? Uh, yes. Let's see here. Hey, guys. Hope you're all doing well. The last couple of years have been a bit crazy, as you all know. Uh, my reading and podcast listening got cut down significantly due to working overtime slash crazy hours. Uh, working at Costco during the start of this pandemic was definitely the opposite of fun. Uh, since I've been working at night, I was able to catch up on both the Invincible and Oblivion Song podcast while at work. It was interesting starting off on pre-pandemic episodes, then getting to listen to you guys adapt to outdoor slash social social distant recordings um, to video call recordings. I have kept up with your Twitter slash Facebook and even watched a couple of YouTube videos over the last few months. Parentheses when TJ's art collection Oh, when's TJ's art collection part two and Ryan's sketchbook unveiling on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, we need to do that again. We should do we something should do like that. that again. I think we're due uh, for another stream like that, especially now no. that we are all virtual. Like mm-hmm. it, it, you'd think it'd almost be easier to just do it now. Right. Uh, also loving all of the interviews you guys have been doing. Uh, long story short, miss miss you guys. It was great to catch up on the podcast and hear about everything you guys were doing over the past two years. Can't believe we're still in this pandemic. But fingers crossed, the worst is behind us, knocking on wood. Uh, great job keeping the content fresh. Glad you guys loved the animated show. I've been trying to get everyone I know to watch it because of how great the adaptation is. Who knows? Maybe we'll get the movie sometime eventually, too. <laughs> Just because of that, now you jinxed us even further. So now it's like five <laughs> years away. Uh, also catching up on the Oblivion Song podcast helped me catch up on reading Oblivion Song, so I'll be right there with you guys on these last two issues. Maybe come New York City Comic Con 2022, I'll get to see you dudes again. In the meantime, I'll keep up with you guys on socials. Love, Xavier. P.S. Now that we're getting into other books um, the creators have made, did you guys ever get a chance to check out The Infinite I sent you? Yes. Yes, The Infinite was very good. I enjoyed yeah, it. It was surprisingly good. Was, we uh, didn't talk about this. We, who did it? We who, did it who did the infinite? Uh, Kirkman and Liefeld. Hmm. Yeah. I yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I don't know if TJ, if you were the last one to get them, we'll we'll get them over to Bill. I don't know if Bill got them yet, but no, Xavier, I don't, I don't Xavier think, sent no. us uh, um, copies, floppy like issues of that. It was like a five-part series. Oh, cool! It was really good. Uh, disappointed that it ended without being finished. Um, but yeah. it was still really good. I enjoyed it. But yeah, it that might read. that might be one to add to the list. And then maybe mm-hmm. we won't have you read it, Bill, because then if it wins uh, one of these, um, you know, polls, one of these polls, then you'll read it. Am, I, the, am I allowed to read it fresh? OK, so I'm you allowed to read it if it wins. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. OK. All right. um, but yeah. So nice to hear from you again, Xavier, and glad you're all caught up and, and doing well. And yeah, hopefully was- we get to a point where we can see each other again. When did we, when did we, when was New York City Comic Con? Was that three years ago or four, four years ago? We went in 2019, like, October 2019, I think. Three years ago, TJ. Yes. Wow. That's also Say weird. That two, two and a half years? Well, I mean, it was October of 2019. Yeah. Like two years yeah. and like. Two and two, two months. months. Yeah. Um, 
two and four. Uh, yeah, and that's got to be weird listening to us, uh, our little time capsule of, yeah, this COVID thing's weird, huh? It's not. I wonder if that's going to be a thing. And just hearing the slow progression of like, yeah, we're going to record mm-hmm. outside to just, yep, this is year two. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah. But yeah, listening to the last two years at once, man, that would be interesting. All right. So here we are. We are up to our uh, haunt discussion. I wanted to pull a little bit up from Wikipedia because I thought this would be an interesting start to it. So haunt uh, from Wikipedia, an American comic book published by Image Comics, created by Todd McFarlane and Robert Kirkman. It debuted on October of 2009 and ended in December 2012 after 28 issues. It was originally written by Kirkman with pencils by Ryan Otley, layouts by Greg Capullo, and inks by McFarlane. To a mixed to positive critical reception, Joe Casey and Nathan Fox took over the book as creative team as of Haunt 19 to a universally negative reception, abandoning the original storyline and supporting cast and serving it as a tie-in to to their own Spawn series in which Haunt is featured as a supporting character. Um, Set in the Image universe, um, yeah. There we go. We got uh, Daniel and Kurt are the main characters, and um, we could take it from there. Yeah. So this uh, this man, this might have been our first new Kirkman book when we were getting into comics. Um, we were we were I remember being very fucking excited yeah. for something like this, especially because I loved Spawn. And the fact that Kirkman and McFarlane were collaborating on yeah, something. That's, that's huge for you. Was, like your history amazing. is you 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 grew up a little bit more into Spawn and mm-hmm. the movie, the comics and so on. Yeah. I had zero connection to Spawn. I never had watched it, read it, didn't know much about it. TJ, how about you? I liked the movies. I never read the comics though. Or and, the movie. And at the time, were you familiar with Capullo, TJ? Oh, yeah. At this point, I don't oh, remember. At that, at that time, I like, think he was doing Batman by then. Yeah. Yeah. I think was he was he? doing Batman at the same time. Uh, with uh, <clears throat> with uh, Rebirth. Um, yeah, that's um, when... Uh, uh, yeah. Snyder. Isn't, isn't, that, isn't that right around when Snyder Yeah, Capullo started? and Snyder. Yep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so for me, this was mostly just, you know, a Kirkman and Otley thing. The name, you know, McFarland, yeah, I was interested. It definitely seemed cool i just at this point like i said we had we had only known invincible and walking dead um those were ongoing at the time they were in their i want to say their 60s or so um for where that that those series were at so yeah i was definitely really excited um we we read these monthly you know when they came out um and uh yeah i remember enjoying it um you know i remember really really liking it i also remember only reading up to 18. Um, I think I got issue 19, but at that point I, I didn't want to keep reading it. I was committed to Kirkman's story. And when he left, I was, you know, I thought it was a good stopping point for me. Um, for whatever reason, I don't remember if it was just my interest in the comic or just solely Kirkman, uh, leaving. I couldn't remember. Um, how about you guys? Same for me. I I, I, I stopped even before that. Honestly, because there, there's that, yeah. there's Kirkman stuff because I bought um, four four volumes because I li- I literally couldn't stop reading. Like I finished the first one, I'm like I'm not gonna fucking stop. Like and, and I kept going this time. 
this time, just yeah. now, yeah. Um, and I remember reading, I think it was volume three, and I'm like, I don't remember any of this stuff. And it was so good. Like, really? So fucking good, yeah. Cool. And yeah. then I started four and I stopped instantly because I was like, this. Really? That must have been what garbage. I did. That must have been what I did when I read it um, oh, last God. time. So, uh, so as for this time, I only read the first five issues. The you know volume one, the first trade. Um, TJ, how about you? Same. And Just Bill, the first you, five. And Bill, you read up to volume four and didn't really finish. I read. I read into volume four and then stopped because it, I just I couldn't. It was yeah terrible. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll have questions. After we uh, talk a little bit more about Volume One, about I can't wait know, to show you guys something in Volume Two. It's really interesting. There's, there's, a, there's Let's just, just, I mean, for those that run along with us uh, of Trade Paperback One and do want to continue, let's try not to spoil anything major. Mm, we'll, that's we'll not going to be story. No, we'll do it. Story yeah, stuff. and we'll we'll talk about it in a section at the end and and make it yeah. clear, like okay, only for a minute, kind of thing. Yep. But so far, right. um, TJ, how was your experience rereading Hunt? And we don't we're not, we're not doing the whole page to page kind of um, mm-hmm. thing. We're just going to talk about it generally as a whole things in issue one that you cared about, you know, and, and just kind of discuss it. I enjoyed it. I remember enjoying it a lot more when I read it the first time 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that I enjoyed it more past trade paperback one. I thought the first trade was great. I thought it was really good. I'm not saying anything negative, but I thought it was very good. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I, I did, I will say, I don't know if we're getting too much into the story here, but when they first merged, it was not really thought of or like expressed as a weird thing. Yeah. They weren't like, they weren't like, what the fuck is going on right now? It was just kind of like, oh, like this just happens. It happens. We're there just going to go with it. There are a couple things about. That was kind of weird reading that back. Yeah, there are mm-hmm. a couple things about issue one where that um, that I, I, I think of that. Um, I felt they, they I felt very uh, similar go ahead, to you, TJ, in that like I remember reading it and uh, I don't know I, I I feel like I'm a little bit more fond looking back at it. Um, and again, maybe it's just volume one, and maybe I liked it more as it as it progressed. But reading these five, I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, this is this is cool. It's, it's got some interesting things going on. I'm, I'm really liking the art in, in, at, at, at times, um, especially with, you know, FCO on colors, too. Shout out to FCO on colors. Like, holy shit. Um, but then also at times I'd be like, man, this is this really is kind of feeling its age. And also, I don't think this is of 2009. It feels older than even 2009. Like it, it has that kind of edgy gritty that, dark thing that it's just a very thing that i never mcfarland i know and i never attached to that you know what i mean it was always a, a thing that i never really was drawn to and yeah. so First, those things that are that heightened in this like the bad guy being this giant you know kingpin type dude with his McFarlane. shirt off and and yeah. the, the the toothpick girls hanging all over him and it's like i i get it and it's and it is that 90s kind of thing it just it's like eh, I just have no attachment to it. And um the first I don't know. The first issue the first issue felt very McFarland, like dark and like kinda mm-hmm. gritty. I felt like it kinda got away from that as the trade paperback went on. 
but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I also thought it was interesting. Sorry, Bill, go ahead. Go on. No, no, go ahead. No, no, because no, no, I'm going to change thought. the subject, so you go on. So, I mean, overall, I fucking loved it. And I feel like it, to your point, Ryan, it has a lot to do with, like, I love Spawn, and mm-hmm. I love that, like, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, yeah, it was. it's nostalgic reading something like that, but Haunt almost feels like a a reboot of Spawn. Like, if you were to take Spawn and have Kirkman be like, I'm going to write Spawn, and this is what it is. Like, because, I mean, the power that he has an ectoplasm suit, pretty much, Mm -hmm. um, that is malleable. Like, he can morph it around like it's a symbiote. Um, And it's it's very gory. Like, you know what it also felt like to me? It felt like die 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 a lot. Yes, like once it dude, once it got right. into like the whole government, like this this whole hidden part of the government that does ops and everything like that. I was like, wow, this is super die die die. Yeah, I'm Especially really excited like for die 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 two because die 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 yeah. volume one was awesome, and I'm very excited because I haven't read volume two yet, and it gets batshit crazy from what I've seen. So yeah, the last thing I I read was the UFO thing. I don't know if that yeah yeah just spoils yeah. anything, but yeah. <laughs> Um, I also love, like, this This comic is proof, and it shows how an inker can change the entire tone. Yes. Of, uh, because this is Ryan it's almost, Otley's... It's almost it's, jarring. Yeah, it's, yes. Ryan, it's Ryan Otley's clean fucking art, like, but McFarlane, in a good way, messed it up. Like, he... He made it look grittier, and, like, the lines and stuff like that are just a lot messier, but, again, in a good way, and it just... it. But change there, the tone there are times where i can't tell if it is todd mcfarlane ink, inking like there are times where it it looks like it's just otley's pencils like you like Mm-mm. you know how a lot of times there is the scratchiness that craziness of mm-hmm. that todd mcfarlane kind of inking and then there are times like issue two like page two or several parts in issue two that are just like really clean um otley looking pages um same with issue i think it was four like two and four and again i don't know if that's just because um of the way they had the, the teams working mm-hmm. on it but it looked yeah. straight up like invincible at times i, I agree I, but I, didn't they go back and forth see that's why i didn't that? know tj if, I, I didn't i didn't see anything saying I think that they went back and forth so if you look at this page here like can you guys see this okay yeah or yeah. what is it end of page yeah, okay. one or like end if, of issue one okay so if you look at like the bodies in the background like and how they kind of look very messy and stuff like oh, yeah. that's that's mcfarland yeah you know um even even point, even I, haunt even haunt in that but if you go back like three pages or even look at the page where he's first being taken over by the um by mm-hmm. the, the haunt or whatever and it's, just, it's clean it's, it's a little very bit more clean. clean and so there yeah. is that juxtaposition and then you turn one page from that and it's and it's gritty. a little bit more gritty and scratchy and again we don't we don't know a lot of the correct terms for all Guys, this kind of stuff the, this layout right here yeah. of page one of issue this is li- it's literally spawn it, you're i'm reading a spawn comic like it's oh god it's so fucking good and that's yeah that ryan that's Otley, like all yeah, day, right? Right. So there yeah. are there are moments when I'm reading this, and, and you look at certain pages like that is there is no McFarland in that page at all. That is mm-hmm. all Otley, 100. <laughs> percent Just what it I looks mean, like. and maybe and it maybe goes that, back and forth, and maybe that is the case. Maybe it and and it, and it could happen between in the same comic. It'll switch. Um, yeah. 
so yeah, I mean, so there are times where I liked it more than, you know, more than didn't. But um, I think overall, the art is still solid throughout it. It's very interesting in one area that I don't have enough, um, you know, knowledge to, to talk about would be uh, Capullo's um, contribution when it comes to layouts um, and how that whole dynamic works between him and Kirkman and Ryan when it's, you know, all right, so Kirkman writes it, Capullo lays it out and says, this panel is going to have this, this is going to have this. And then Ryan just just goes in and draws it, which probably takes a lot of the work off of Ryan and figuring out the layouts. Um, but that's just really interesting that that whole relationship and how mm-hmm. that um, how that's done. But it seems interesting. So, um, and I'm I'm pretty sure Otley was done after issue five. Kurt, or uh, Bill, you can confirm that. Yeah, I think it was. Um, I, I from what it looked like, it was stri- it was all Capullo. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm almost pretty sure. Yeah. I'm almost pretty sure. Yeah. Um, what but, other... um, something I, oh, go ahead, Ryan. No, go ahead. I got it written down. So go ahead. Oh, wait. Oh. No, I was just going to say like, it's, I'm just, again, I'm surprised how much I forgot. Like I forgot that the, like he was a priest and so I, I, I forgot so much about it. I remembered it. that he was a priest and his brother possessed him and that was the con that was the the suit and everything like that and that was pretty much all i really knew which there really isn't that much more than that in the first volume um because the bad guy doesn't really there's not really much that going on there there's some government stuff going on i i forgot about all the relationship stuff and that was probably one of my favorite things in this was the subtle things between him having a relationship with amanda and then his brother coming in and and you know you find oh my out that God. He, yes and you find out that he ruined that relationship and yeah. then uh well he's possessing him he finds out in uh in uh issue the three that during the interrogation that he cheated on amanda with someone multiple times and then you with find like, out later that he did it with mirage yeah, yeah. and was gonna leave was gonna leave his wife yeah that he oh my god like and like and the whole the whole trick Breakdown. The whole volume they're talking about the whole volume they're talking about it and they don't really explain it until the last issue where he's like, Listen, like I I was sitting there and I was having dinner with her and we couldn't relate to anything and I'm just thinking to myself how like she's asking me how I my day was and how my <laughs> how my steak was and I'm thinking about how like I pretty much just saved the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And couldn't couldn't relate to her, couldn't yeah. talk to her about and it. That, and, and that's what and, uh, he was able to do that with Mirage. And that's what strengthened his relationship with Daniel because he was the only one he could tell him about that kind of stuff in confession. Yeah. Like it's a really awesome like dynamic, and I, I really liked their relationships um, and all of that. It's just it's just it has this you know this rapper that I don't care too much about. Um, but you know you know it's really it's again it's interesting because you can you can see who did what if you know what yeah, people are yeah. good at. Like McFarlane obviously came up with like the who the bad guys are and what the story is like with like the espionage stuff and like the villain and what they're trying to do with like these super soldiers and stuff. But then Kirkman went inwards mm-hmm. and was like, OK, so what if the main character's wife left him for his brother who's now dead and bonded with him? Like and yeah. made the character things really interesting because that's that's what you could you're reading. You're like, that's a Kirkman idea. That's mm-hmm. a fucking mm-hmm. Robert Kirkman idea right there. Yeah. 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 Um in the first issue, TJ, we talked a little bit about how it was a little jarring at first. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, so we're doing this. You know, like he possesses him and they just, they're just like, away we go. Um, 
I'm, and I get it. Like his brother is a killer. He just immediately moves and can fight. Um, the the more jarring thing for me was um, his brother getting beaten up, and uh, he's all bloodied. And uh, the the guy beating him goes out Dude. to his boss and was like, you know, yeah, he's not going to talk. And she says, you know, cut off his penis, make him watch. If he doesn't yeah. tell you after that, he never will. So kill him. And then you turn and the page and there's a funeral. And you think it's a something unrelated. Yeah. You think it's unrelated. And you're like, oh shit! And like he died. There's that's it. And it wasn't clear. And and, and yeah. I, I don't think it. And I get the intention, but it didn't feel like, big enough. It didn't feel jarring in a good way. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like yeah. holy shit. That should have been a did. big moment, especially it because they're more, almost. Pre- it's almost like they're presenting him as the main character. And then the main character died, but it didn't even really show it. Was it was more confusing than anything because then you yeah. see him. Um, and in the in the limo with him, talking to him, and you don't mm-hmm. realize he's dead, and he's saying, "Yeah, no, you're dead." And it's like, the reader- I, I like, I like that though. I like that it like threw you in because you're like, yeah, he's a grieving brother, and he just thinks that he's crazy, you yeah. know. And then I think it was one step too confusing to make it like I, was I, no, I like it in retrospect. There was no reveal. But the, mm-hmm. it, I didn't in the moment. I didn't really feel anything. I was just confused. Um, there in, was no reveal. Like if, if they had, you know? if they had been in the limo, and he had been talking to him, and then there was like a realization, like no, like I'm, I'm dead, and then that was, you know, uh, Daniel's realization, like oh shit, like you're dead. He or, did. He started been... talking about Amanda and stuff. Like he, or, no, he but he knew he was through. dead. He, he obviously just came from his brother's funeral. He knew he was dead. But real, but I'm, I mean, I'm saying that if, if they were like in his apartment and it was like, oh, my brother's over. And then they're talking, 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 and then realize like, oh shit, you're dead. You're not even if, really here. Or what if we got like, a scene? It, or what if we got that scene before that, and that was a flashback? Yeah. And and it's like, oh wow, he he was dead, and he's talking to him. Like at that point, right. he, Daniel knows that he's talking to a dead person, but the reader it's almost doesn't like you know. Were just supposed to like, accept the fact that he died. Yeah, it yeah. was it was a little jarring, and especially for something so gory to not show it either. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It was a little weird. Um, I love the cover to issue two that Ryan Otley did. That's one of my favorite things as well. Yeah. Again, FCO with colors uh, is just insane. Greg Capullo did do all the art for um, afterwards the next volume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, TJ, I think that you really like it because it's it's straight up Capullo. It's art, it's messier. Art. It's messier than Otley, so it takes a second, mm-hmm. but it works really well. I feel like that kind of art does work for this type of book. Mm-hmm. Even even like like I'll be honest, like I love art, uh, Otley's art, but the first issue was like I said, a lot more scratchy, a lot more McFarlane, a lot more you know, and I felt like that actually worked a little bit better than Otley's art, a little less clean. And I don't like that. I really liked the um, the church fight scene in issue two um, with, with um, uh, Co- one Bo- Cobra. Cobra, yeah, yeah, um, and then him coming back. Uh, and uh, kidnapping Amanda, him chasing the guy down. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Um, so Cobra actually comes back in volume two, mm-hmm. fucked up like, and he looks like a monster because he gets whipped he got, yeah. in the face. Yeah. Speaking of whipping, I mean, there's all the, the obvious Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man! Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's all over. Almost too Hanging much from the ceiling. With him, yeah, yeah, with him like using and use and shooting his ectoplasm like. Yeah, like webs. Yeah. It was a little too um, much. The uh, yeah, I, I talked about how not really caring for the bad guy too much. The whole mole in the agency was was just okay. Um, 
then having uh you know the the twist with mirage was the one that took the bag in issue one um also interesting you know you wouldn't know who that character was you know you get to the end of issue four and it's like here's this woman with this bag she's got the bag and if you didn't remember that tiny panel of the of bag the, and, of the bag and the man in yeah. issue two in the agency mm-hmm. talking about mirage is actually a good person in the background this conversation's happening so it's really really subtle stuff that they peppered in there to lead to that Which i like i like it when they do yeah. things like that comics because especially yeah. appreciating appreciating that having read and loving invincible going back it has that re re-readability yes totally of going back you know what i mean and you catch mm-hmm. certain things that you maybe didn't pay attention to as much the first time the yeah. first yeah. time around you guys want to see something cool so sure. this is the first page of the comic right it's yeah. Yeah. daniel with the prostitute right yeah. see her like right here mm-hmm. right and then kind of her reflection in the mirror and stuff yeah right so that's that's the beginning of the first volume is a is a flashback episode to mirage Oh, and you this mean is the, the first of the page. second volume? Yeah, sorry, yep. And it's Hit him, her, Nate. Yeah, with the mirror. Mm-hmm. And the mirror. Mirage, in the mirror, like, it's the same fucking layout. Yeah. It was just, that's, it was, that's it was cool. cool. That's cool. You, you guys gotta, re- are you, are you gonna keep reading, so, or are you just so, done? So, uh, almost there, Bill. Issue five, we, we, we got the reveal that uh, assistant director Rhodes was the mole. She kills Stance. They have the whole shootout uh, with the with the big boss guy or the big bad guy. That was great, dude. It the was just cool. like, like just, that, she's sitting there and she's like, oh, this is all, all useless. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she just fucking shoots him in the mm-hmm. head. That was mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah. Um, all the we haven't even talked about all the the mutants you know the, the that that were experimented on or the people that mm-hmm. were experimented on and turned into mutants and and naming him haunt and everything um and then the end of you know volume one just basically the government you know that agency approaching him and basically offering him the job and saying we know you have nothing better to do and him like kind mm-hmm. of feeling I, I got the hint of or the you know the feel that he's kind of happy happy in a way that he found a purpose yeah he found a purpose but like the the picture that the first page of the comic that bill just showed us him with the prostitute him like that whole opening scene of him like going to the church and stuff yeah he he, yeah exactly so So he found he found something to live for so i was gonna bring that up bill as you just said tj you, you gonna keep reading it or you think you're good i'm in the middle of my reread of saga there i'm not gonna continue it yeah um, uh, I wasn't going to, Bill. I think this conversation might edge me into, I, I've got them. I've got them. So it's just, if I have the time, I'll pull them out and mm-hmm. I, I probably will. Um, they're, they're quick and fun, you know? And yeah. it's, it's like watching an old show that you saw like 15 years ago and you're like, oh yeah, I remember that. So, it's just fun. So without really getting into spoilers, unless you really think you need to and let us know before you do, is there, I mean, do you feel a lot better about volume two and three? after reading one like how does two and three compare to one so for anyone else listening to that read volume one like and they enjoyed it like two one to me didn't really like what's with the people what what was the doctor experimenting on on for like it doesn't really answer any of those questions two does and -hmm. you get to find out all about that um which is cool but kind of generic um but you learn more about like 
haunt and like why he gets tired. You know what I mean? Like you learn about all that. They did talk about that in volume one too. So you learn, you learn a lot about that. And then three is just a big one giant chase scene. Mm -hmm. And it's very supernatural. Did you guys play, um, Prince of Persia, the, the warrior within, I think the third, the the second one, I played one of them. I don't remember which one it was. So it's where within it's it's the prince goes back in time and he changes stuff. And because he broke time, he is being chased by the keeper of time who is is trying to just kill him and eliminate him from the timeline because he broke the timeline. Volume three is pretty much that it's something is after haunt and it's it's so cool because only what's his Daniel Daniel's the priest, right? And is it Nate? Kilgore? It's, it's, um, it's, no, it's, it's, it's Nate, oh. isn't it? No? Is it Nate? It sounds familiar, but is it really another, another? Nate? <laughs> is that I what you're about to say, it is. Kurt, it's Kurt, it's Kurt, yeah, Kurt. Kurt. it's Kurt, yeah, it's yeah. Kurt. So, I mean, there's parts <laughs> where Kurt's like, Kurt being a ghost, and when they're not bonded, he's like, you fucking see that thing right there oh and, i remember that and daniel's like no what are you talking about and then they merge and it's like right in his face he's like holy fuck and then they like run from the yeah, thing no i remember that it, i have bumps it was i love i fucking loved it huh. and then volume four i couldn't wait and it was garbage it like changed entirely yeah 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 Sorry. i think tj i if you honestly like it's i'm not saying i'm just saying that i'm there's other things is, i need to read now, I if know, I didn't, I probably would continue it. No, I know mm-hmm. the volume four and, and the story and all that and what happened and whatnot. But do you know, Bill, being a Spawn fan, is Haunt Spawn Universe? Is, Spawn, is Haunt still a thing? I thought it was. Like, does he show up in Spawn at ever, at any point? I, I stopped reading Spawn when I think it was issue 300, um, which how long ago was that? It, it was when Al Simmons oh my gosh. Hunt goes head up off to, Hunt goes up to volume himself. five. So there's a four and five. I couldn't get through four. I couldn't I couldn't get I it was un, I'm telling you it was unreadable. Like the, the art in it was so bad that you couldn't even tell what was going on. Hmm. And it was just ugh. interesting. Yeah. All right. Now, so we have. Go, go ahead, Ryan. We have this audio clip. What is this? So, all right. So, yeah, we've got a uh, we've got one email a listener wrote in to give their thoughts on Haunt. Uh, oh, fun. This is this is Luke. I'm sorry, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Salt in the wound. Uh, um <laughs> Man, you're so close, Luke. Uh, all right. This, uh, Luke says, hey, Ryan, Bill, and TJ, I have some random thoughts about Haunt. Here we are. One, I love Robert Kirkman. I love Greg Capullo's art even more. When Haunt came out, I read it for the art more than the story. If Robert and Todd said, Haunt will no longer have a writer, but Greg is continuing to pencil it, I would have continued reading until Greg said he was finished. Two, I remember Greg Capullo was on an episode of Fat Man on Batman, a Kevin Smith podcast now called Fat Man Beyond for legal reasons. Greg mentioned how the book was doomed from the beginning. He heard people calling it Spont, Spidey Haunt. Yeah. Hmm. Um, or Spidey Spawn. Spont. Yeah, Spidey Spawn. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, three, uh, it is amazing to think the first five issues Ryan Otley penciled while working on Invincible at the same time. He must have been channeling Kirby. Otley probably shaved a year off his life. Four, one thing I remember was how exhausted Daniel got. 
I think it was from all the ectoplasm he was spewing out. The ectoplasm is not like web shooters. You refill web shooters with more web solution. Daniel and his brother have to make the ectoplasm. Imagine having diarrhea all the time. You'd be exhausted. Yeah. They, they actually answer that. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's not that. But yeah. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> but it's close. Uh, lastly, I have an audio of a podcast I did for the comic. Oh, fun. And he included this is what it. This is? So if TJ and Bill make sure the volume's really low, hold it up to your ear and keep your head away from the microphone. Go ahead and play at three. Ready? We'll count it down. We can play it at the same time. And audio listeners, I'll insert it for you. Ready? On three, two, one, go. Fellow Han Comic fans, I'm your host, Luke, and I'm a huge fan of the Invincible Podcast. They inspire me to put out this podcast about the Haunt Comic, a comic book by Robert Kirkman, Aww. Tom McFarlane, Ryan Otley, and my favorite artist, Gray Capullo. This book is going to be huge. I'm talking 150 issues plus. It's just an incredible book. Well written. The art is just impeccable. Uh, hold on. What's that? Oh, the book's been canceled. This is Luke. Thank you for tuning in. This is the last episode of the Haunt Comic Podcast. You know what? Comics not canceled and not ending anytime soon. Invincible. It'll go on forever. So head over to the Invincible Podcast and listen to Bill, Ryan, and TJ. They will not let you down. Yeah. All right, so there you have it. Our first, uh, our first podcast within a podcast. Oh, that was great! Thank you, Luke, for the uh, the whole podcast. And I listen to every episode. What's that, TJ? Nice. And I listen to every episode. Yeah, of the, of the haunt podcast. It's <laughs> great. Yep. Uh, all right, so that does it for our haunt discussion. Uh, thank you, everybody, for submitting to 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 you know or voting in the poll. Uh, we will put up a new one probably next week sometime. Um, you know, first, you know, second week of February or so. Um, give everybody a chance to see that. I'll have it live for at least a week um, with a couple new options in there. And that'll be what we talk more about next month. Again, all this is always subject to change if there's some crazy invincible news and then that becomes the topic of the show. Um, but for the foreseeable future, I think this is going to be uh, something that we do. And I think that, uh, I think this will be really fun. I'm looking forward to being able to talk more uh, more ancillary comic books by the uh, Invincible Creative Team. All right, now uh, before we wrap up, uh, we always like to have a little section at the end of the podcast for any other stuff that you'd like to share. If anything that you guys want to talk about, anything you've been reading, watching, playing, uh, consuming, uh, and you want to talk a little bit about it, now's your chance. Uh, I think the only thing notable that I'm really watching right now is Ozark, um, which I'm four episodes in, and I don't understand how this show could be more stressful. Like, the amount of balls that are up in the air right now, it's like so many fucking... That's, I, I just, I that's can't, the can't. only thing I've ever heard about that show. I've never watched it. All I ever hear about for years was that it's incredibly stressful. Which is just it's Breaking Bad. It's Breaking Bad. Yeah, but like all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, Breaking Bad was like that all the time. No, but it's, no, like the height of it's the, the the stress of Ozark is comparable to to Breaking Bad. I wouldn't say that it's any more or less. It's okay. it, it, I think it's equal. All right, and I it is would, incredible. It's incredible. I would. I feel like they're trying to one up Breaking Bad. Not like 
they have to beat it. But I feel like they yeah. it, it, it might be more stressful than Breaking Bad, TJ, because there are in, in Breaking Bad, you liked Walt, Jesse and like that was kind of it, you know, in Ozark, like almost every character has moments where you're like, oh, I kind of fucking like them. And everybody imagine like there's like five characters that you fucking love. And every one of them has about eight things that are about to implode. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, my God. Like, but it's great. Hmm. It's really good. Uh, I haven't finished it. That's great. And what season is that? It's four. It's four. And, but again, like Breaking Bad, they're doing the final season in two different parts. And it's the first part of the final season. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, and it's, it's four more episodes than. Yeah. I think it's 14 four. episodes it's, total, but they're splitting it in half. Yeah, seven and seven. I don't understand. Just make it two seasons. I, I agree. It's, We're like, oh, it's four seasons. So I'm like, eh, it's five seasons. You can yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, I saw Nightmare Alley. Oh, how was it? It was I don't good. Know what that is Nightmare Alley. Guillermo uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, Bradley it, it's, Cooper. It's said to be an, an Oscar movie. We'll see. It, it was good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was going to be better than it was, but I, I liked it. The ending was nuts. Uh, the acting in it. Oh, my gosh. What is her name? Shit. Kate Blanchett? I, yeah. I can't yeah. stand her, but fuck, is she a good actress, man? It's crazy. I don't she's really, really like her. Actress. Just she's like really every actress. character she's ever played, like, I just don't. I love her as the goddess of death in Thor Ragnarok. Wasn't yeah. that her? Hella. Kate Blanchett? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Katie and I have been watching um, Succession. Um, we I are hear good things about that. Halfway through season two. It's one of those shows that... You hear like a couple people rave mm-hmm. about it, and then you hear about it around award season, and it like sweeps. So um, we gave it a shot. We're halfway through season two out of three, and uh, Katie's liking it more than me, but she likes these kind of shows more than me. It is uh, the kind of show where you hate everyone, um, mm. like they're all just yep. awful people, and you really enjoy watching awful people do awful things, um, and it's like tense and stressful, and it's just frustrating. Um, so yeah, we've been like, you know, winding down a long day with that. It's been nice. So, but no, it's a really good I show. Just, it is really good. There's a show that was su- suggested to us by a friend of ours that I watched called station 11 on HBO max. And it's unreal how good it was. Like it's, it, it's that kind of show where you're like, and it's, it's a post apocalyptic, but they don't really even dive into that. It's like really about, the characters and it, it's the type of show where like it blew me away that someone could sit down and write something really like this. Ooh. It, it's it's great it gives you that feeling where it's like that's like kind of sick feeling where you're mm-hmm. like oh this is fucking good it's really Ooh. really good the I, trailer I you guys will like it the trailer really do think uh, like i think it. did a disservice because it looked very generic and yeah boring and super boring i will also say that the first episode felt a little pretentious like it was trying too hard and i'm like uh it's 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 mm-hmm. trying too hard to be like oscar-ish but then it fucking takes over and it's it's incredible it's you know what you know what show is the opposite of pretentious that i forgot that i'm watching peacemaker are you have you guys watched it at all i have not yet i can't bring myself to do no? it after after suicide squad i, just, I want I hear to hear all I nothing but good things yeah i hear I nothing will. but good things i will i just it, haven't yet it is. I hate John Cena as an actor. It, it, dude. No, he's good. He's, he's fun. Who, who cares? This is like the role that he was made for, to be <laughs> honest. Like, he's so doofy, but, but like, I, oh my God. 
guys, and there's Vigilante is like stealing yeah. the fucking show. Cool. If they do a spinoff show with the character of Vigilante, uh, I'm in. Awesome. But James James Gunn has written everything so far, mm-hmm. and I think he wrote the entire thing. And what makes this show fun is not even like the big story or the action or the gore. It's like when four people are in a room and they're just arguing about like, yeah, you know, stupid shit, like stupid shit. And you're like, wow, that's it's it's just a lot of fun. Cool. Watch it. Yeah. All right. I, 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 I will eventually. Be no, I said I, I will watch it eventually. I know I will. I, I want to. Mm-hmm. I saw a movie because, I mean, they're saying that it's going to sweep the Oscars called Licorice Pizza. I keep I, I remember hearing a lot about that a couple months ago. So bad. What was it? <laughs> what, what is it's called? It, it wasn't for me. Pizza. I didn't, yeah. What the fuck is it? it? It takes place in the 70s. It, it has mm-hmm. nothing to do. I, I, I seen That's the movie. That's my least no, favorite. No era. idea. That is my least yeah. favorite. Same decade. The 70s like is that. just. So it just, bad. I mean, it's again, so it's, it's, it's just it's it's like you know how you get those Oscar movies where it's like, holy shit, this is an Oscar movie, and then you get those Oscar movies where it's like, oh, it's like an Oscar movie, like Winter's It's Home. like that. It yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like felt. It tried to be an Oscar movie. It's just like it's it's yeah. story that just kept continuing but not progressing. It's just like it felt like you were just living your life, like nothing really was happening throughout the I whole get, thing. I know exactly. What I just you're don't. About. I I thought it was just. Uh, on a separate note, me. we finally watched. I don't think we talked about this last time, but we watched Encanto, and that was really fun. Was it? Was yeah, it? it was. I really enjoyed it. It was a surprise. <laughs> I was surprised at how much I liked it. I'm going to Disney in a few months, and you should I, watch it, TJ. I feel like I need to see. Yeah, it. get get in the Just Disney to... mindset. Uh, but animated. I know I already mentioned it, and I know where you're at, Bill. But TJ, are you are you gonna try watching Arcane? Why? Yeah. Why not? I just have a ton of stuff I want to watch. It's I want so to watch quick. Succession. It's, it's going to be like it's, instant. TJ, it's probably better than that. Honest to God, dude. Oh, please like, watch it before Succession. The, the, this is Succession. Oh, my God. Every night we watch one episode of Succession. It feels like two and a half hours. It is the longest <laughs> one hour of my life every night. I'm telling you, this show is just it's really long. Um, I still but, need to watch the final season of Lost in I just have so much shit. I, I, yeah, I, I haven't watched it either. Maybe or season two. I'm just itching to talk about it. And since Bill stopped watching watch it, it, maybe I'll just come Eventually. over and watch it with you or something because I really want to share it. Like it's it is it's a good that idea. kind of show. Yeah, we yeah. would do it. And maybe the three uh, of us. Maybe the three of us need to watch it. All right, ready? So two things. Two things. Uh, the book of Boba Fett is okay. I, it's it is a bad show. It is it is bad. I, I did it not is a boring like it, bad. But that episode, holy show. shit. Fucking episode five. Yeah, it's because it's Mandalorian. I, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. I, I know. No absolutely, TJ. But that thank everybody's you. saying that they, the same. Thing. Of course. But of course. Dude, thank you. Thank you for giving me a little bit of fucking entertainment in this <laughs> terrible fucking show. It was. And it wasn't even like they did it. Oh, okay. This is a fun. Like, no, that was probably the best episode of the Mandalorian in a, a in yeah. ever ever. Even counting his episodes, <laughs> it was. It was better. It was. It was. It was season fin- season premiere worthy. Like it, it, that was the season premiere of Mandalorian. Yeah, it was. It was. He got. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. It. it was really, really good. So, mm-hmm. Brian, you yes. said that you that you and Katie were going to start watching the movies uh, Karate Kid in order to prep yeah. for Cobra yeah. Kai. Have you started at all? No, I told you that like two days ago. 
Have I, have I talked to you about how long Succession is? <laughs> that was like a week ago. Oh, you're going to wait until you're done with that? Yeah, no. Our, anytime we're watching TV. Oh, because Katie and I are also, if we're not watching Succession, we're um, playing It Takes Two. Uh, the game that won Game of the Game of the Year at Game Awards and oh. won a ton of Game of the Year stuff. It's a two-player co-op game. Bill, you and Liz should definitely play this. Uh, it is just... It's one of the, it's, yeah, there's certain things in the story and a, and a really annoying character that shows up and everything like that. But the gameplay between the two, it's so much fun. So it's split screen and you're doing things and solving puzzles to try and help the other person get to other areas or you go into new chapters and you got brand new abilities. And the gameplay is just so tight and so good. And the way they, and the different kind of mechanics and everything like that, it is fascinating. And again, Doom. If it didn't win Game of the Year and like get all this like high praise, I, it wouldn't be something I'd be too interested in. But it is actually really, really entertaining, and you guys, yeah, I'd highly recommend it. You don't, you don't think that I would like it, Ryan? So I don't know if it worked. I'm so lonely. No, I. You know what? Because I really want, <laughs> I really want our friend Matt to play it too, and I'd be interested to see how it plays online. Um, and if you have uh, what you should do, and this is for both of you, uh, EA Play is kind of like a subscription for EA games. It costs five dollars a month and you could play any EA Play game that's on there. So if you beat It Takes Two in a month, you only paid five bucks for it and then cancel the EA Play. Um, or if it takes you two months to beat it, ten bucks. It's normally twenty five. So that's what I'm doing. And Katie and I are probably going to beat it in a month or two. And it was only ten bucks um, here. It takes two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played. Uh, so I recommend minute. that. How was it? I heard it wasn't it good. Was yeah. It um, which is weird because it has James McAvoy. Yeah, great cast. And Willem Willem Dafoe and uh, Daisy Daisy Ridley. Uh, Daisy Ridley. Um, and yeah, it was just it like the cool the concept. premise of it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, and it starts out like what is this? It's called Twelve Minutes. So you play. It's you're in a hotel room. There's it's four like, rooms. It's kind three of top rooms. down. Yeah, it's top down. There's three rooms, and you just have to get out of this time loop of twelve minute time loop. And a cop comes in, arrests you, kills you. So you're doing um, different things to try and change it, and yeah, and so on. Which yeah. sometimes, I mean, it's cool because sometimes you have to like you actually have to like kill your wife yeah. and see what happens, and. And then the next loop, you don't do it because you you killed her and you saw it. Like it's just it's it's, but it's yeah. just okay. Hmm. I, I was expecting a little bit more. I, but. Um, you know, I've been still enjoying um, the Avengers raid. I'd play that with some friends every every now and then. Um, I also have been working my way through Ghost of Tsushima. Really enjoying that. Um, like I was telling you about Bill, because I'm so into that right now, I probably won't be getting, uh, the new horizon when it comes out, but I am very excited to play that once it comes out and I'm excited to hear what everybody thinks of that. Um, other than that, uh, the new Hulk is still very good by Ryan Otley and, uh, Donny Cates, uh, Radiant Black is still solid, really enjoying that still. Um, what else is, uh, I don't know if I've been reading anything else. I've been actually, I'm actually reading a book called Circe. Uh, it's a Greek mythology book. Um, other than that, uh, Saga came out. Holy shit! Saga came out. You're right. Oh yeah. my god. Uh, yeah. TJ, you haven't read it yet because you're doing your reread first. Smart. Um, Very smart. I. Uh, oh man, it's so good it to was, have Saga. It back. was good. It was good to have it back, it's, man. Yeah, it's more Saga. Like it feels. As good. I'm as I'm reading it, even just like the mundane stuff that's happening, I'm like fucking Saga, man. Yeah. Like yeah. you're talking about it too. 
we were talking about it the other day. It's it's like doing the reread. We always talk about like, oh, like people write in, what else can I read that's like really good? We always say shot saga. We always talk up saga. It it's all it's so much better is than we than I remembered it to be. Doing the reread, it's it's it like as much as we talk it up, it's even more better. Like it, the world is so big, but the story doesn't have to be that grand like never, Star Wars and anything. It could be, yeah. but it's not. It's I've, so character I've, driven. I've, it's I've so good. It at least two times, and um, I find myself, and this is I think exclusive to Saga, uh, and this might be unlike any other thing I've read, whether it be Invincible, Walking Dead, or anything. When I'm reading Saga, I find myself never thinking about anything else coming up in Saga. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh mm. man, we're almost to the Invincible you're, War you're Conquest is coming you're, up. You're enthralled. No, what it's, is yeah. happening in Saga in that issue is just what's is happening. what is happening. And it is so good and so in the moment that when you're reading it, that is all that really matters, which is and amazing. They don't need to build because, to something. It's yeah, just is not what it only is. is it really great for when you're reading it, but it's also really great that you don't, like... When you get to new things, you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot all about that. Like, it's, it almost feels fresh again when you get to it because you're so deep into it when you're reading it in, in those moments that when something else happens, it's like, oh, because you're not looking ahead. You're never looking mm -hmm. ahead when you're reading it, even on a reread. It's fascinating. I love that. I love that series so much. So, yeah, it's great. Great for it to be back. And, yeah. Um, so that does it. Thank you all for listening. Um, uh, we are going to wrap it up here. Remember, if you want to be a part of the show, if you want to write in to give us your thoughts on uh, any Invincible news that's out there uh, or be a part of the show and, um, you know, give us your thoughts on whatever the next comic that we're going to be talking about is, please write in to theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Um, Shout out to Wyatt Lane for our uh, our theme song, our music, um, Cameron Kennedy for helping us out with that intro. And uh, other than that, uh, thank you all for listening. Check out the uh, uh, Twitter for, for the poll for what we're going to be reading next. Thank you, Bill and TJ, for joining. And um, we're going to wrap it up there. Okay. Yeah, okay. All Have right. a great day See and everyone. night. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.